Today, I'm gonna to be sharing the type of work that I do as a freelance copywriter. I'm also gonna be sharing what I charge for each deliverable, and I'm also going to tell you the projects and the type of work that I steer away from. By the end of this video, you'll have a realistic idea of what a freelance copywriter does and how much you can really make off of freelance copywriting services. I'm Christine from paidcopywriter.com. I'm a former nine to five salesperson turned copywriter. Now I help other introverted writers start their freelance writing business so they can make money online, working from home without a boss, doing what they love to do, which is writing. So number one is blog posts, also known as thought leadership articles or SEO blog posts. Now I'll link down below to my video about why I think blog posts are the best way to get your foot in the door as a freelance copywriter. But believe it or not, even after years of freelance writing, blog posts still make up the majority of my income. I treat them as the bedrock of my freelance income because they are consistent. You can make a lot of money writing blogs and there's always a need for new blog content. I'll also link down below to my series about how to write blog blogs. It'll especially serve you if you are a B2B writer like I am, but it can go for any type of blog post. Now, blogs make up the recurring revenue aspect of my freelance business. They are not one-off the way websites, emails, or core messaging docs are. I charge anywhere from $725 to $750 per blog post. Now, I did not start off charging that amount. Actually, I started charging about $400 and up for blog posts when I first started out. What's important is to find out what industry standard is for your writing niche and charge on the higher end of that scale. I know for B2B writers, we have the AWAI pricing guide that is free, it's available for download on AWAI's website. I use that to set my prices. There's a million articles online about how to set your prices, but that is the easiest way that I've found. The second copywriting service that I provide in my freelance business is email sequences. I could be writing newsletters, I could be writing cold sequences that salespeople use to book meetings with their prospects or I write promotional emails. For example, I will write an ebook for a client to use as a lead generation tool, and then I'll write their email sequences to promote that ebook to their audience. I charge $1,250 for a sequence of four to five emails. Now, if you're sitting there saying, how can you possibly charge that much for emails? You have to understand that the industry I'm in, which is B2B software, these sales reps, the people who are using my emails, if my email is able to book them a meeting and it eventually winds up in a closed one deal or them gaining a client is worth much, much more than $1,250. Actually, the lifetime value of that customer could be $50,000 minimum. When you think of it from that perspective, what I'm charging is just a fraction of what the company can make off of my writing. Now, if you are thinking of getting into freelance copywriting, comment down below and tell me what copywriting you're interested in doing. Maybe I could provide some guidance. Now, the third copywriting service that I provide is writing eBooks. I used to be super intimidated at the prospect of writing an eBook until I realized that they're basically like really long blog posts. I'm talking 3000 words and up. In the marketing world, in my industry, eBooks are also called gated assets. And what that means is that the company that I'm writing for is gonna offer this ebook for free in exchange for an email address. That is why it's called gated because it is behind a wall that basically says, if you want to read this ebook, you have to give us your email address. And that's how a company builds a database of warm email subscribers. An email list is a really valuable asset for any company. A lot of sales are still made via email, believe it or not. So email can actually be the strongest revenue channel for a company. And if you're able to write compelling emails that get opened and clicked, you're providing a really valuable service. I charge $2,500 for an ebook. 
Ebooks are usually quarterly projects. They're not something that is needed on a month to month basis. So it makes sense for me to charge that much. I've also hired other freelancers who are charging that amount. What I've done, and actually I got this trick from Ed Gandia, check him out if you're not listening to his podcast, but he recommends creating packages for your services. And something that I've been pitching with my freelance clients lately is email sequences to promote the ebook that I wrote for them. So what I'll typically say in a call with a client is, hey, this is what I'm doing for my clients that they really appreciate right now. I'm writing an ebook, but instead of just releasing this ebook to crickets, you want a way for this ebook to get out into the world, into the hands of your audience. So you really need a promotional strategy around the ebook. So what I can do is write your email nurture sequences so that that ebook gets into the hands of your subscribers and actually gets read. Believe it or not, I've had great, great success with this ebook package. I've had plenty of clients take me up on this offer. So I definitely recommend you try it out with your clients. Now, the fourth service that I offer in my copywriting business is actually something new that I've added. It's copywriting consulting. So basically, instead of flat rate for writing projects, I charge an hourly to do something called a core messaging doc. This works really well for startup clients, for clients with brand new businesses. They want content written for them, but they don't have their core messaging fleshed out. They don't know what their main value propositions are. They need to create a website still. There's all this foundational writing that hasn't been done. And unfortunately, clients will seek a copywriter and say, hey, I want to start creating blog posts. But it doesn't make sense to do that unless you have the core messaging doc fleshed out, unless you know who your target audience is, what messages you're using to target them, and what angle you're going at the market. So after time and time again of me seeing this problem with my clients and actually just turning clients away and saying, listen, you're not ready for content. You're not ready for blog posts. I decided to take matters into my own hand and start offering this as a service. So believe it or not, a lot of the time clients get on a call with me and they are expecting to end the call by contracting me to do writing for them. And then we wind up going into this consulting process. Now I learned to do this using Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. I have this book so highlighted and bookmarked because basically it provide something called a brand script that allows you to elicit the pain points and the value proposition and the benefits and the compelling stats, all the things you need to create somebody's core messaging doc, their landing page, the homepage of their website. And then once everybody is aligned on the messaging, you can create really compelling content. I offer another service I offer that's very similar to the consulting, which I also charge hourly for, is streamlining a brand's voice and tone. Now, this is really important in the B2B space because software can be a little bit boring and dry. And when you have several writers creating content for your brand, it doesn't sound like it's coming from the same brand. That is a big problem. In order to really saturate a market and get your message out there, get it known, everything has to be streamlined. Everything has to be the same. The same way a designer prioritizes using brand colors and the same fonts, having everything unified is really important. And that goes for voice and tone as well. You want to make sure that the way you speak to your audience is the way they actually want to be spoken to. A prime example of this is when I'm working for my software clients that sell to small businesses. The way that you will address and the words you will use when speaking to a small business are not the same words you would use when talking to an enterprise marketing automation buyer. Now for the consulting work I just told you about, I'm charging anywhere from $75 to $100 an hour. Now let's move on to the type of work that I have done, but that I didn't, but that I did not enjoy and probably will not be doing again. So writing a knowledge base for software clients, meaning like a step-by-step of how to use the software, where to click, it's very technical, dry, step-by-step writing. I'm not doing that again. I also surprisingly really don't like ads. I'm not a super huge fan of very short form content. I think in general, I like long form content that I could fully express an idea. And if somebody else wants to come in and create ads and social media posts out of my long form content, I'm okay with that. But ads are just not something I geek out about. 
I really also don't like to write product release articles or press releases. So in the software world, when they come out with a new feature, they'll typically want an article that looks like a blog post, but it's really geared toward the users of that product. It's very product specific. As a freelance writer, it's very hard for me to understand my client's project in that much depth because I write for so many other software solutions. So I actually believe that those are better off written by somebody internal. I also don't like press releases. I've never been in the PR world. I'm a self-taught copywriter that used to be a salesperson. So writing certain types of business communication, such as press releases, is just not fun for me and not a skill that I feel really good about. I also don't like writing sales decks and one-pagers. This is marketing and sales collateral that salespeople can bring into meetings with them. Again, I just find that the product knowledge needed is just a little bit too in-depth for me. And with content writing, you're able to write for a number of different software clients because it's typically top of funnel content that doesn't need to know the ins and outs and the nuances of a product. I hope this breakdown helps. I hope it helps you envision how much you can charge for each copywriting service so that if you want to become a copywriter or if you're in the middle of getting more clients or trying to raise your rates, you have a realistic understanding of how you can structure your income. I think it's so important for freelancers to be transparent about how much they charge and what their rates are. It really is a matter of rising tides, raise all ships. I hope I'm getting that saying right. But the more other freelancers begin charging for their services, the entire freelance marketplace benefits. Clients will be more accustomed to those higher rates and people like me won't get as much pushback on those high rates. Unfortunately, sites like Fiverr and Upwork where you can have writing done for really cheap, it brings down the perceived value of that writing. And truth be told, a lot of business owners learn the hard way that when they get really cheap writing done, they usually wind up having to hire a writer who has chosen a niche and who has a lot of expertise in that field. If you want more free information about how to build your freelance copywriting business, make sure that you hit subscribe, like this video. It's a free way to help me. The engagement keeps me going. It makes it possible for me to keep creating these videos for you for free. I hope this helps.